0: Hi, I'm Natasha, and I'm Penny, and you're listening to The Wibs, the podcast for women in business. We're here with practical, real
1: advice to help you get ahead at work without the BS. We'll be the work wives you've always wanted. Let's go. Hi, I'm Natasha, and I'm Penny, and today we're going to talk about something that I truly believe they should have taught us at school. Now, I've also been out of school for A decade or so. So potentially it's true. Maybe maybe they do
0: talk about it in school. I'm not sure. But either way, this is the stuff that along with like figuring out how to pay a mortgage and like actual Uh, usable maths, I wish they taught this shit in school. I understand,
1: but like, I really don't understand like why they teach like... What is it like, Pythagoras? Pythagoras, there? but I'm like, I don't know. But like, I I'm don't know like, what my interest is account does. It's like not meant to be all like generalist. Like, I just, there's a lot of things that I really don't understand. There, maybe we're going to teach you maybe a teacher. Yeah,
0: maybe we can we can inquire I, after this I'd episode. I really have to understand the curriculum. But these are the email hacks
1: they should have taught you at school. We have been waiting to do this episode, my friends. Absolutely. Look, at the end of the day, regardless of whether you're a caller or an emailer or a texter, emails are going to play a part in your life, regardless of whether you're a student, you own a business, you work in a business, emails are a necessary part of your life and something that we need to all do in order to communicate effectively, especially with the new hybrid model regardless of whether you are in the office or not you're going to have employees or clients that are hybrid so emails are hugely important and I think it's really really important to know how to master email hacks so that you can boost your productivity
0: yes and once you are the master of your inbox I swear life gets easier for you there is Something about having that clear inbox at the end of the day that you all know that feeling, like you feel like you have put in a day's work once that is done, like you are, you've got your shit together.
1: Absolutely. I think that there's different people in this world. There's the 25,000 people, 25,000 emails in your inbox, people, and there's the people that have zero in the thing. And I'm both. I've got my one email that is absolute chaos, and that's my personal email, which maybe reflective of my personal life who knows then i've got my work one that is always clear like that is the strictest standard i hold myself to which is my email inbox acts as if it's my to-do list so i constantly i cannot leave i cannot leave for the day unless that is complete or i have a something to action what is in there so sometimes you have to keep the emails in there because you're waiting on a reply but until the task or the outcome of the email is successfully fulfilled i will not move it out of my inbox
0: yeah i think what the reason why we wanted to have this episode today is because for a lot of people especially a lot of young professionals this is not something that is taught you just sort of get out into the world get handed a you know a very sexy underscore email address when you're like say i can't actually say say it it on there
1: (sighs) I
0: will yeah. say mine. Fine, very sexy princess at hotmail.com. Well, wait, what? Very sexy princess. Very sexy. Girl. You were just a sexy no. princess. You, you made
1: but, sure that you were very... Yes, yeah.
0: and it's gorgeous and we'll reveal yours in a second. But someone gives you the <laughs> keys to an email account when you're like 10 years old when you're uh, a very at serious. my a age princess. and you have a, a terrible princess. Hotmail email address mm-hmm. and then you, you're just told to go. No one ever actually sits there and tells you, hey, this is the way that you should be using your email inbox to organize and optimize your life. There's a hack for every other thing on the planet Absolutely. but I don't know why we don't ever sit down and explain this and and I've got to admit another gorgeous vulnerability moment it literally took me maybe until I was 28 years old to sort out my professional inbox I completely fine it yeah well, you know debatable but I feel like life got a lot better after I sorted it out because before I was a um I was a non like non filer sometimes I would sometimes I wouldn't I didn't have a system and yeah. I think a big thing about what we're going to touch on today is, is making a system that works for you to be able to hack your emails essentially
1: absolutely I think like with anything it's like when you first start a business and you've got no systems and you're just like failing about like one day I'll get there and I'll do this and they'll do this but it's once you get a system and scales and start scaling and processes in that's when you start to grow because you can grow because you've got the ability to do other things other than just sit and stare at your email inbox and be like exactly. wow do you know lot. as well the
0: average professional gets around 121 emails a day i believe that that is pretty crazy on average you're sending around 33 emails a day so this is a big part of your life it's taking up nearly a half of your work day just on correspondence so once you start to find a way to optimize this stuff is when life gets easier and easier
1: no i agree with that and i think that's right i know that one of the hacks and this isn't the ones that we're going to talk about, but this just popped into my head then. One of the ones that really worked for us to kind of minimise the amount of emails we got was introducing Slack Messenger, which is like a Microsoft Teams or um like any kind of chat service but a professional chat service and the reason I reckon it cut down our emails significantly and it worked really well because we ended up creating teams for every single part of the business every single department and every single outcome we wanted as part of the business so people knew where to go to find things easier than, you know these emails that you get and there's like 20 people in them so you get like one mm-hmm. email and it'll be like hey I need an update on this but it's actually like not to anyone it's to 20 so like everyone just kind of sits in the email and they're like Da, 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 da. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who one's doing small? anything we don't like, know they were just like okay i'll wait for one of the 20 people to do it whereas slack kind of helped with that because it really holds people to account or holds teams to account mm-hmm. no that's exactly right and that's a really good point it's like
0: if there is, there is a time and place for emails and I think understanding that and obviously each team, each workplace is going to be different, but if you have the kind of relationship or environment where you can have more of an informal back and forth communication like that, highly recommend it. It really does take away a lot of the admin and day-to-day that emails would do clogging up your box. And so then that way you're
1: saving it for the most important, important of things. Absolutely. So the number one um, hack that we've got is... We wanted to break it up into a few different things because I think with I think with emails, first it's really important to understand, okay, email overload, which is what you spoke to before, Penny. It was like we get this. This is constantly. Our inboxes are constantly filling up. Mm-hmm. It plays such a big part in our day-to-day. Like it's so important. But then... There's email hacks for managing your inbox, there's email hacks for writing effective emails, and then there's email, email hacks Sorry for how to do different things like keyboard shortcuts and third-party tools that we want to touch on. So the first one I really wanted to touch on was kind of where to start, which is managing your inbox yes
0: and I've got to say I've learned a lot from you in particular Tash and also shout out to Charlotte one of our colleagues because she is a gun at managing, managing her really inbox like really really organized when it comes to it and she has a big mantra which I feel like is very similar to yours
1: about having a zero inbox at the end of the day absolutely and I think when when it comes to kind of building out Okay, zero inbox obviously is amazing. Wow, but how? It's like, how do you get there? Okay, I would love to delete that. all the emails. Start <laughs> but, when, again. but I'm doing that now because I've now shifted to um, to working and coaching and consulting. Obviously, I have a an email for my business. I have an email for um, this podcast, but then I also have my personal email, and I'm using my personal email more for business than I ever have before because mm-hmm. I don't have that um, kind of conduit in between. So. Now I've gone into my personal inbox, terrified, and I'm like, this, like what you said before, I don't know how old I was when I set it up, but I was... Young, actually, yeah, do
0: tell us your email address when when you were younger. It can't be just me embarrassing myself out here. Sexy
1: princess, never, never, never let that down. Um, mine was really mature, um, very proud. I'm so proud to say this out loud. I'm cringing. I just should we just pretend the podcast slowly stops now? Oh, would you look at that? The microphone shut down. (laughs) Ah, tell us what it is. Go, (laughs) oh no, um, so. To my credit, it was one of my no, favorite movies. No, don't okay. preamble. Just I rip just off the bandit. I love preambling. Um, okay. It was clueless underscore Greek underscore Ooh, chick at, at hotmail.com. No, it's good because you you gave a couple of key identifiers. I, yes. I was a clueless Greek chick at the time and naturally wow. my email reflected that. Yeah. Yeah. That was that's a special moment. That was a that was special moment. Clueless was my favorite movie at the time, if that helps. I don't think it does. I don't know if it does. I don't, really don't think it does. But my progression from that to the current email i have now you can understand the kind of mind space i was in from clueless Greek chick to now just my full name yeah Um, elegant yeah it it just went from one to the other so i probably wasn't in the best uh mindset or um, experience when i first set up this email that i'm currently using now Mm -hmm. for professional work so now i've gone into it terrified i have like Something ridiculous, like fifty thousand emails to go through. I had this random folder. I don't know why, but this is how old this inbox is. It was like an SMS folder, and it was all my SMSs. <laughs> wow, I'm really expressing myself. Um, it was all my SMSs from like 2011. Now, okay, that is a long time ago for the old Tash. And those text messages were horrifying. And I got to get. I had to get rid of ten thousand of them. Like this is how much data I have in this email that's not far away, not anything. So guys, I'm going through this with you, with a lot of historical data. How I'm tackling it is how I believe everyone should tackle it, which is use labels. I think labels are really, really important. So like those labels are the little things on the side, regardless of whether you're um, using Gmail, Hotmail, I don't know all the other mails there are, but it's essentially just sorting them into the different categories um, and making sure that, you know, there's, there's even automatic um, things that you can set up whereby if it has X in it, it'll go into said label. An example of what, how I've used it is you know, order confirmation will go straight into online shopping or um, Uber Eats receipts. Oh, you know It was important to get you know those. Plan, go straight into my receipts folder for the different year. So there's different things that you can set up to kind of automate it for yourself. So you're not just having to do it all manually.
0: Yeah, I love that. And I think it's definitely really helpful. The second one in terms of finding a way to better manage your inbox is using things like canned responses. So I don't know how many times a day I used to sit there and write out the same thing, particularly working in PR world previously, Mm -hmm. writing out the, hi, so-and-so, we'd love to get in touch to send you a free X. If you're interested, tell me by Y, whatever. Canned responses – really change the game when it comes to things like this because it just means that you're you're hacking your way in terms of the time you spend on writing things out why why re, why not recycle a response that you're going to be using anyway particularly when it comes to things like sales teams this is something a customer service teams this is something that's really really valuable that you can use each time even if it just gives you the start of a prompt to kind of start your your writing of your email there
1: absolutely even if it's like yeah, what you said then, scaling it out to your teams. For us, that was the biggest game changer when because we, we're a seasonal business. So as things got really busy, say like at Christmas time, it made it so much easier because we knew kind of the responses people would want. We knew mm-hmm. they'd be, rather be asking about like, you know, where's my order, where's this, where's that. So we ended up setting up a really strong canned, canned responses kind of bucket where people could go in and it was all pre-written and saved. So it meant that it made just life faster. Exactly. So we've
0: got, you're setting up your labels, you're you're adding in your autoresponders, you're creating your canned responses to save you time there as much as possible. But I think there's something to be said about email hygiene. So when you are receiving an email when you are replying to something filing it away in that appropriate place whether it's from an automated rule to be able to get it to the right spot whether it's you doing that and being really disciplined when it comes to making sure you're managing those processes there and tasha you have a really great mentality when it comes to using your inbox for something like this as well
1: yeah i'm, I'm just very strict to myself i just make sure that i'm extremely disciplined when it comes to that because I just, I see how hard and how chaotic things happen really, really fast. So if I don't do, if I don't set that time out for myself to file things away, I, I will be set a lot of chaos very, very soon. Um, so I completely agree. I definitely think that that's a case. Another quick one for managing your inbox would be um, with Teams is scheduling in responses. So sometimes, I don't know, my brain's ticking constantly but that's not my team's fault that's my fault that's something I can't control so it just because my brain's ticking at seven o'clock and I've got like a, an idea or I'm like oh my god I forgot to check up on this or hey I wonder how this is going or I wonder what's going on here. Sometimes these things pop into your head at all different times outside of work hours. It's normal like things happen or you forget about or you remember something at like 6am. I like to schedule in those emails so that I'm not disrupting my team at different hours just because it popped into my head at that one. So it's a really good way of managing your inbox because it helps you to kind of keep on top of things without annoying people after us exactly and I I also think yeah using that scheduling tool
0: is your friend It's, it's pre inbuilt into a lot of email functionality for a reason so definitely use it but while we're talking about timing with emails in general I think one thing that we've seen when we were researching for this episode is the amount of times a day people check their inbox I'm not saying that this is suitable for every single person in every single business but I live by blocking out and batching my email response times I find myself so much more productive and so much more effective when I can set a time up in the morning the afternoon and the evening to sit and check and respond to my emails yeah that's a really good point it's it just a really good way to do it it honestly has saved me saved me time and also rather than me refreshing my screen to see if I've had a response or this or that I will then batch out the rest of my day in a very similar way where okay if I'm responding and checking emails from 9 till 9 30 then 9 till to 10 30 10 30 to 11 I can block out email time I can block out meeting times I can block out project work times like it just means that my day runs more smoothly as a result
1: yeah absolutely I think blocking out because you can get distracted so easily and I think that's part of that discipline of okay no I need to know that I'm available now or I need to block it in and even if you do block it in as a meeting invite to yourself you know penny check emails at this. I think it's a really good discipline to put into practice. Yes.
0: And a lot of these tools for email is around training yourself into, to, I guess, taking out this level of back and forth checking. Like you want to be able to streamline your processes when it comes to, to setting up your inbox management.
1: Yeah. So I think the next part is like email hacks for writing effective emails. So we've spoken about managing your inbox and management of your inbox, you know, setting those disciplines, creating those labels, setting up canned responses, if it's going to help, you mm-hmm. know, kind of push that along. But I think um, the next thing I really want to touch on is hacks for writing good emails. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I don't know about you, but sometimes or I know, I know that I will get stuck on an email sometimes if it's like a really important one. I'm like, oh, I hope my tone's okay. And I can read through it, read through it, read through it. I end up reading through this one email, like, that many times over something that someone's probably going to skip through, to be honest. But I think a good way that something that's helped me is using – um, it's actually a tip that came from your lovely husband. Yes. If you want to introduce it. What's the the app? The app is called – WordTune. WordTune. Okay. So setting up the Google Chrome um WordTune and then it connects to your – It connects to your email inbox. So essentially
0: what it is – Okay, so I'm writing a a plan for like a, a partnership document that I need to share and I get approval with the team. I write the email, I look at it and I think to myself, is this as clear or as concise as it could be? Using a tool like WordTune essentially levels up your email. So it takes what you've written and rearranges it in a way that is more concise and more, I guess, more eloquent essentially and then sends it out and it's something that you can literally use as a chrome extension it helps you with your proofing it helps you with your i guess your arguments set up in
1: terms of an email and it can also help you with your tone as well yeah i use it i've, I've started using it heaps for like uh, my grammar is shocking especially someone who is um studying journalism and back to the bar i should know how to put sentences together and not use the wrong you but you know what, i'm human um so i do that i do that Quite a bit, and I use it for that. But I'm like, sometimes I just want to get this what I want out, and then Mm -hmm. I want someone to make it sound good. Exactly. (laughs) So, So that's what Wordtune is. Yeah, it's your pocket editor yeah exactly exactly and it's actually another hack and again I know I'm not meant to be talking too much about AI but because we've got a whole episode for it but I cannot help myself and one of the ones I actually saw this on TikTok and I'd love to be able to say the person who did it and I will try and find him and put it in the show notes because he is incredible he always pops up on my um, TikTok he is like an automation hacker I think he might own a digital marketing agency Mm -hmm. but I just always see his face and he's just like his, his hacks aren't just like your everyday hacks; they're like an, incredible. So this one I loved. So what it was was it was a Zapier link, which Zapier is something. It's like a, the middleman between two different softwares that can kind of act like an automation tool yeah. for you. So Zapier, what, what he did was he connected a. I think it was right. I think it was Copy AI to Zapier. Um, to your Gmail and what it did was it would every incoming email you would get it would do a zap to copy AI to write a response then it goes back to Google your google emails and it saves it as a draft so you go back into your email so say you start your day and you have all of your emails responded to in drafts and obviously if they're like spam or whatever they don't not the response it doesn't matter because like you can just delete it but how cool is that like imagine coming into the office or you spent the whole day in meetings at the office you're like oh my god i've got 50 emails to reply to and you've got like the framework of every single one of those emails already—it's incredible. In I think drafts. I know the one
0: that you're talking it about now. It is such a good yeah. hack.
1: Can we? We'll include the TikTok in our um, in our show notes because he explains it really, really well, like better than I am. But it is just when I saw that, I was like, "Oh my goodness!" I know different industries might not be able to like leverage that, but. I think a lot of people can. Yeah, for the ones
0: that and especially like if it's getting to know the way that you're applying learns your style more and more.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It's literally like having a virtual assistant. Yes. It's like having a VA to come in and kind of like help you copy you with the bones, then you execute the rest.
0: Love that. That is honestly amazing. And we'll definitely try to link that in the show
1: notes. Yeah, no, definitely. So that's that's kind of like the hacks for a for how to write the effective emails. The last one is so fluffy, but I'm just going to say it. Don't overthink your emails because, like what I said before, majority of people are just skimming them. That's true. I really, I really do believe that. I think so sometimes like get in your own head. Essentially, that analysis paralysis vibes. Uh,
0: yeah, I really agree with that. Like, I know for me, like I'm someone that spends maybe like. 20 years of trying to craft the perfect email response only for it to probably not really live in someone's head that long and, and the thing is that we are we live in a saturated society people are getting communications here there and everywhere I think that the most important thing is to be productive to be able to get out the responses in a timely manner because that's that's the entire point of having that kind of email communication to be efficient and fast where you can and then using these hacks to be able to up-level your experience to be able to improve things. So when you are stretched for time, when you are finding yourself in these longer meetings or maybe uh, not able to respond to things immediate, as immediately as you would like, putting those boundaries in place to be able to make sure that you've got time carved out for it and then using technology to be able to up-level it and help you more and more. It's really, really it's really exciting for someone to be able to kind of set up their day this way.
1: Absolutely, and I think I really do encourage. Sometimes this can all sound very overwhelming, and I and again, I'm starting from where you are. I've got fifty thousand e- e- emails to sort through at some point and work out how to optimize a completely a complete shambles of a email inbox. But you've got to start from somewhere. You've got to do it day by day. I remember the first day I literally tried to do it all one day and God bless me, but like it was just not going to happen. And I'm slowly working through it. I'm actually currently at 17,000 emails. (laughs) Congratulations. I'm extremely happy and proud and I know that I'm going to get through it. I know I'm going to keep pushing on. I'm soon going to have a really optimized experience. And to be honest, once I get it to that point, it's only the beginning I'm going to keep Going. I'm going to keep trying to optimize that email inbox and keep sharing the same things with you guys because these things are constantly happening. Automation keeps coming up. There's all these techniques, tools, all these things that just constantly come up. And as we learn them, we'll share them because it's cool. Yeah, it's cool. And we also, we love
0: to see our community thrive in this way. Like it's exciting. And I feel like we've had some really interesting episodes of late, but we really want to make sure that as we're moving into the second half of 2023, we're giving you this practical, real advice to be able to get you going in
1: your day, essentially. So. Absolutely. I think, you know, we, we speak a lot where we kind of, when we're talking about it, a lot of the stuff that we talk about is quite reflective of where we are at in our journey professionally mm-hmm. and I think a lot of our past episodes have been quite emotional because we've gone through a lot of emotions as part of business and we've had to deal with a lot of things being women in business and mm-hmm. we wanted to share those and as we heard more things from women in business it fired us up and I was like no nah, we're going to talk about this and we're going to do this and we're going to give tips on this which I love and we're going to continue to do that 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 fire and that passion's not leaving us but one thing I really wanted us and when Penn and I spoke about it, what we really want to do as well is share the tools the hacks all the things that we've learned to help us take little bits and bits and bits off our plate to enable us to do things like podcasting, to enable us to do things like um, have a social life. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like just to enable us to live and thrive together and share that with you guys so that you guys can hopefully take these hacks and use them in your own workplace. Exactly right. So
0: we hope you've enjoyed today. Please let us know if you start using any of these email hacks in your daily life. I'd love to see them play out in real life and we cannot wait to jump into our next week's episode with you then thank you
1: so much for listening please rate and subscribe and we shall see you next week bye bye